I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Here we go. Here we go. Yo. What is up, everybody? It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast for a Friday hello it's gorgeous today isn't it yeah very gorgeous. very gorgeous if you're very listening gorgeous. to this in the future Friday the 23rd of April was a very sunny day 2021 name me a carbonated soft drink that you haven't had in ages I don't really do carbonated soft drinks but uh, I have a, I bought one the other day and it's a minty uh, it's a minty fizzy bottle of something yeah, I don't do them, but I bought one. The I other bought one the other day. day. I'm going to make myself uh, a minty drink. Would you say that would go? Wet? It sounds like a mojito. It's a. It, well, I was going to make a no hito, a or, no hito. A, or a mojito. But yeah, you get some mint and some lime, and you muddle it and all that jazz. Mm. And you put a bit of sugar in it or honey or whatever, mm. and then yeah, loads of ice, and then this fizzy drink that I got that's got mint in it. And uh, I was going to have that on a very hot. Yeah, it sounds refreshing. Back for a fresh. I thought you were going to say like club orange or something or. Sidone. I haven't had Sidone in a long time. I used to love Sidone. I used to love Lilt. Mm. I haven't had Lilt in age. I'd love a can of Lilt. Yeah, that's, I'd say that would also mix with, you know. The totally tropical taste with rum. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I wouldn't drink rum. Rum's for hell ones. Rum? Yeah. That's for sailors. And man. pirates. So, yeah. Rum and cola. Remember that fella used to go around to nightclubs dressed as the captain? Well, that's I wonder right. what he's doing now. He used to have women hanging out of him. Did he? Yeah. Just because he's a hook. A big nose and a beard. Sure. I know loads of people like that. Nobody goes around them. Yeah. Take the suit and the hat off and he's just some ugly bloke. I once um, got into a, a game of giant Jenga in a bar and it was it was superb. Nobby. I wish there was a video of it. I really... So the, I was in, in a pub. Win? I was with some of my friends and these absolute gorgeous ladies appeared. Promo girls. Promo girls. But they were gorgeous. And they said, guys, hi, can we interest you in trying to win a bottle of this? I said, yeah, yeah, uh, what do you have to do? Giant Jenga. So it was like Friday, about f- like four o'clock, place was empty. Just me and my mates and a few other people. It wasn't very full. So I started playing The Stranger at Giant Jenga, which takes ages to get going. But this is the thing, Jim. Here's this, I don't want to ruin the magic now. Yeah. The goal of these people is to get you to stay in that bar for longer. And all you invested an hour of your time for a bottle of Coors Light. No, no, it was a bottle of uh, rum. Oh, okay. It was a bottle of... Keep going, son. Anyway, or something, or vodka or something. Anyway... So I'm playing. So you have to start from the scr- from scratch. Yeah. Put, so it takes ages. So Was anyway, a stranger, a man or a girl? Uh, another man. So we're we're going, and then it gets, starts getting higher. It got to about the height of us, and then I looked around and I noticed the bar was jammed, and everyone was watching. How much time had passed. 
Like it took it, it took about half an hour. So Friday, five o'clock. Pressure's on. The suits so, are in now. No, but I'm telling you. It was, it, so everyone was. This was the entertainment. Everyone in the whole bar was watching yeah. me play this guy, and it, the people were cheering for me, and people were cheering for the other guy. Other people, you know, people. Where did all the pieces keep coming from? They just kept handing you pieces. Wow. And you know, have you ever seen Johnny Jenga? Like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're here. So it was good, real high. And then I got one on just, the, and the thing was kind of moving, and everyone was going, "Whoa!" The whole bar was, "Whoa!" <laughs> it was like, it was like Italian ninety man. And I got it on, and it didn't fall. It's like, "Oh!" Then he touches it, the whole thing collapses, oh. and uh, I won. And there was a roar. It was great crack, deadly. Then you were famous in the bar. It's famous for five People seconds. Pat yeah. on the back on the way to the jacks. I'd say. Oh, I tell you, John Jenga. Yeah, I mean John Jenga. You don't you don't see it in in like it's only the small Jenga that you encounter these days. Well, that's my idea of hell, though. If somebody said to you, "You're going to go into that bar now, you're going to play giant Jenga in front of like uh, two hundred people, they're all going to be cheering you yeah, on." But the say, gorgeous girls Grant, persuaded gonna, you to. I did. I did. They did their yeah, job. Yeah, I did. They were very gorgeous. Yeah, it works. Hi guys. Fellas will fall for anything Hi. once there's a pretty face. Hi, how them. are you? I don't. With that in mind, I don't understand why more women don't sell cars. For the, from the ladies' perspective, and also from the dealerships' perspective. Now, maybe there's something I don't know about, but I just think guys, guys are, were, the little ego in us that if you're talking to a gorgeous girl about a Ford Fiesta, you think she's lovely, and I don't want to let her down now. I want I want her to be impressed. I want to get my finance approved, and I want to. Yeah, I can afford this new car. Sucker! Is it because people are a bit sort of sexist in their head and they they, they trust a man to talk about cars well, more they than shouldn't, a woman? They I, shouldn't. I, yeah. I think women would would uh, would do better at sales, especially to fellas. Especially to fellas. There's enough idiots out there, girls, who will want to impress you even though you have no interest, you want the commission, who will buy something off you. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Missing a trick there, girls. So what you've you've got obviously big experience of all the garages. There's no females selling cars. Very, there? Well, it's not none, but there's very few. They might work in the finance and end, so you'll do the deal with a guy. And right. Don't know what that is. And look, I've no if shoes on the other foot. I don't. Think, I think women would probably trust fellow women. Yeah, exactly. To buy a car. It'd be from. nice to go and just to be no sort of awkwardness. Rather yeah. than a bloke. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, it's just something I thought of, you know, yeah, yeah, on the fly, yeah, on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Um, on today's podcast, we will, I don't know if we'll get to discuss uh, Disney and just general uh, children's stories, but um, we were talking about it and how weird they all are, like Rumpelstiltskin's lunatic oddball, uh, the creepy prince in Snow White, you know, he takes her off the glass coffin. I know she he trips and the apple comes out, but to that point, he's taking a corpse away to do what with I do like uh, all those Aesop's fables and Brothers Grimm and all that. I do like them. Scary stuff. You know, the lion who gobbled up granny. Do you ever hear about the, the one where the, the guy the in, wolf. In, invented the, the machine that made salt? Oh. Oh, yeah. He invented a machine that made salt, but it wouldn't stop. That's like the magic porridge pot. So what they did was they threw the machine into the sea, and that's why the sea is salty now, because it keeps making salt. That's a rip-off of the porridge pot, isn't it? Well, what's the porridge pot? Magic, this uh, really poor girl and her mom, they're yeah. sitting beside a river, they're crying because they're so poor. Yeah. Someone gives them a magic porridge pot, you say it to go, it's like a slow cooker. Yeah. You tell it to start, and there's a magic word that makes it stop, and you'll feed and you'll never starve. But then something went what wrong. What if you fancy muesli one morning? Tough, they're poor, they're not going to... Right. Uh, this, the thing doesn't stop, 
overflows. There's a tsunami of porridge all over the town. It's up to the houses, people have to get up on roofs to avoid the porridge. And then someone comes back and says the magic word and the porridge pot stops. The only thing missing there is that it doesn't go into the sea. Wow. I wonder which one was earlier. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we will talk about it. If you're interested in Disney, actually, that you can be, uh, be part of a movie because they're, they're casting for Disenchanted, the sequel to Enchanted, and they're filming it here in Ireland, in Enniscary, in the RDS. So we'll tell you about that. Uh, we will talk to Tom Moore, who is uh, the co-director of Wolf Walkers, the Irish animated film, which is up for an Oscar this weekend. He must be nervous. He's up for an Oscar. This is his third time at the go. So oh. he will be in his tuxedo in front of Kilkenny Castle on a live link. And if he wins... Does he, he ha- live in he has. Castle. Yeah, no, he lives in Kilkenny, but they're... they're, they're let them use the backdrop. They're using it as a backdrop. It'll all cool. be lit up at night. So uh, he will be... He will be. He has no speech prepared in case he does win. So he'll be winging it if it happens. And we'll talk to him about Wolf Walkers. It's up for an Oscar. Come on, Ireland. He's our guest on today's show. Uh, next week, we'll have uh, Simon Rimmer from Sunday Brunch. If you watch him and Tim, uh, he's a chef and he's all about barbecues, which everyone is all about uh, with the weather. Fantastic. So have a nice weekend. Thanks for downloading and streaming our podcast. We really do appreciate it. And have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday morning. Good luck to you. Yeah. So having a look around what's going on in the world. So we um, said no to the Euros. We, we can't give uh, 25% capacity in, in the stadiums. So that's not happening. We can't commit to that. A missing teenager was found. The missing schoolgirl who was the subject of a child rescue alert was last night found safe and well in the north by police so it's good news a lot of people are very concerned by that story yeah they're scary those uh, cry alerts when they go out thankfully they're very very rare reopening now on a knife edge as Covid cases rise increasing people contracting viruses uh, Hulahan warns of uh, new reason for concern the country's back on a knife edge as a sharp increase of Covid-19 infections has raised fears of a cautious exit from lockdown so it sounded like Rona Glynn was oh yeah, yeah Tony comes back no we're going nowhere but it's that big outbreak on that building side, I think, was... Yeah, we just locked them all up for two weeks. So they're saying that the most of the... I'm not near them. Are you near them? Well, they were saying yesterday that they were. They reckon it'll be... They were kind of expecting this because, you know, everybody went back to school. All, all, the, the, all the people went back to school a couple of weeks ago. So they were expecting to see a little bit of a, a transient surge, they're calling oh, yeah, it. I think that we would have seen the school surge by now. Yeah. Villars on top of each other in one particular site. So there's some building sites that aren't open yet and some are. Yeah, so the, I don't know how that works. One site in particular has 70 cases. Yeah, well, they all need to go home now and actually follow the, the yeah. sniffle rules. Yes. Um, Rachel Allen's son on coke charge. It's the front page of um, many papers this morning. The eldest son of TV chef Rachel Allen has been charged with possession of cocaine. A court was told yesterday that Josh, who's 20... They're waiting on an engineer's report to talk about how dark it was in the area when uh, he was encountered by police. He's entering a not guilty plea, yeah. He says it wasn't him, and sure you wouldn't know what it was in my hand because it was so dark. And this is the second time the same, is this the same guy? Same son, anyway. He's been accused or something. Um, Later on this morning we will be talking to Tom Moore. Tom Moore is one of the co-directors of Wolf Walkers. It's up for an Oscar. They're from Kilkenny. And uh, we'll ask him all about this weekend because he has to. He can't go. So you're up for an Oscar. He can't go. We'll Sick nah. Will he be dressing up? Where will he be? What will he be doing? Will does his Wi-Fi go down when he's live taking the Oscar? <laughs> does he have a speech ready? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What have the Academy told him to do? That's all coming up later on. 
um, a survey. <laughs> Sorry, have it. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A survey has revealed that Jeremy Clarkson would be the choice of passenger on a journey to work when life returns to normal. Ooh. I would have thought he'd be a bit of a Marmite type of dude. He topped the survey. 20% of the public said he would be the person to have chats with in your passenger seat. Or maybe he'd be driving you. I don't know, actually. He's an interesting fella. Mm. So, um, you know Piers Morgan's gig? Yeah. Hasn't been filled yet, has it? Oh, well, they're there. They, I think they found their man. Two ladies? Not two ladies, no. So they they want somebody who's kind of controversial, but not as much as him. Puts his foot in his mouth a bit, you know, gets ratings up. Done a lot of telly, well-known face. Not Louis Walsh. Not Louis Walsh. What are you talking about, Louis Walsh? He's not a presenter. <laughs> Is he? Well, He's a judge. Yeah. He deserves to be on that stage. I haven't heard from Louis Walsh in years. He's no, disappeared. He's probably retired now, yeah. Anyway, so Richard Maidley is the... Um, oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. I don't have to watch it and I don't care. No, I know, yeah, but like... <laughs> no! <laughs> Jesus, surely there's somebody better, somebody Alan younger. Partridge himself. Why do so many, like, a lot of those jobs, and I'm not saying, you know, Eamon Holmes and Ruth were kind of just moved off because maybe they were a bit old or whatever, but a lot of times people don't get a chance. Like, get someone fresh. Get someone new. Like, so even Dermot O'Leary taking over Fridays. Yeah, he's grand. He's a solid presenter. He's fine. But, like, yeah. what about someone else? He's doing enough. I just yeah. find that weird, you know? It is. I don't think that Friday thing is working. I've seen a bit of it. Give a younger face a chance, happened. basically, is what I'm saying. So he's 64 now, and he's going to join for June <sighs> with the option of extending the deal if the trial goes well, a source has said. Richard has previously stood in for Piers, who quit last month and refused to apologise over comments he made about Meghan Markle. He's an awful flute. He really is. Oh, he's, uh, yes. He, yeah. Now, the only thing I'll say for him... What? Is when he did that uh, I'm a Celebrity Get Out of Me Air on Anton Deck. Yeah. It was, it was one of my favourites. Yeah, because they made him funny. It was brilliant. I know, in fairness, he, was, he did very well. He threw a shoe in the swimming pool and everything. It was brilliant. I'm Richard Maitley. <laughs> Say hooray. It was brilliant. So that's the only thing. Apart from that, he is Alan Partridge. Uh, if I love watching the... Well, that thing's the, starting tonight, isn't it? The YouTube clips of... Uh, they usually put sort of little cuts together of Richard Maley putting his foot in it. And he says some of the most inappropriate things. Yeah, yeah. Well, like he, he's a, he'd be an older type of presenter in his style. It's not even that. He doesn't have a filter. Like he just says stuff. Yeah. So, anyway. You're right. We don't have to watch it. So... Um, the t- this time is but Partridge the real life Richard Madeley <laughs> it's either it's either tonight or next Friday that's starting new series of it come out your black and tans and uh, yeah the weekend is going to be absolutely savage the sunshine is going to shine yeah it's a cracker get your sun hat on so Floyd Mayweather is going to uh, fight Logan Paul in on June 5th hope he boxes the head off him well apparently Logan Paul is a very very good boxer so, ah, yeah, but sure, everyone thought Conor McGregor was until he met. Well, the, this is the thing. I'm only going from uh, what I reckon. F- I don't know anything about this. What's his face that does that? What's his name? Joe Rogan. He's a big MMA fan and fight fan. He says, he, that, he says Logan Paul would uh, beat Conor McGregor in a boxing match. He's a he's an unbelievably good fighter. But so Floyd, I don't know. He's not just a social media muppet. Floyd. Um, yeah. which, which one are you talking about there? Yeah. <laughs> it could be either they're both interchangeable the story will be updated but then there's more to come here's what we have 
right now. If you told me three years ago, which was when I started boxing, which by the way was at Floyd Mayweather's gym, that I would be fighting Floyd Mayweather himself, I'd laugh at you. And I remember when Floyd fought Conor McGregor back in 2017, how excited I was to watch a crossover event of that magnitude to occur. Two showmen, just larger than life personalities, warriors from different worlds, and afterwards I actually said this. Congratulations guys, I hope to make a piece of content with either you, Floyd Mayweather, or Conor McGregor one day, but I had no idea that that content would be me fighting Floyd Mayweather. He'll wait, just like he did McGregor. Remember he let him yeah. tire himself out, the mouth was hanging open because he was... <laughs> <laughs> Emily Blunt uh, shared how she managed to have access to Iron Paradise. Iron Paradise is the name of The Rock's personal gym. And Emily Blunt was allowed to go in there. Can we get memberships there? And work out. Here's what she said. How are you, Megan? Emily. So the Iron Paradise, yeah. and what he does is when he rents a house, because it's so massive, like, he takes over, he gets a house with a tennis court, and he kind of tents it, and it's massive. It's like a church. And I didn't realise that no one had ever been allowed in the Iron Paradise. It is his, like, inner sanctum. And then I said to him, really casually, I was like, do you mind if I, like, use a gym sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I get on set, and the producers were like, "Never, he has never let anyone wow. in there." But it was amazing. I mean, I wouldn't go in there when he was in there. I wouldn't kind of, but he, but you, he you said to me afterwards. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You wouldn't help I would, But he said to me afterwards, he goes, I always know when you've been in my gym, you know, you have your baby weights left around. <laughs> I was going to say, I wouldn't wouldn't imagine he can lift many of the stuff in now, his gym. We mentioned this last Monday, but Kate Fleming, does she survive in Line of Duty and the cliffhanger? Now, t- don't worry, there's no spoilers here because Ted Hastings, the actor, Adrian Dunbar, doesn't do spoilers, but he has said there's a massive clue. Here's what he said. Are you saying me. there's been a big clue so far that people haven't caught on to? Yes, there's been have? a very big clue, yeah. Is it... Is it definitely That's in the some of this the is messages? This is the scoop. I'm giving you a scoop. Right. That's the first guest back on this. That's the first guest back on this show. I'm giving you a massive scoop. There is a clue out there as to what happens next. And the Line of Duty fans know. <sighs> but we're Line of Duty fans. I know you are, but, you know, we've got hardcore and we've got core. 
You're like cool. So I don't know what the, what he's talking about, but if you do, let us know. But apparently, this massive clue. What was the massive clue? Does anyone know? Well, this was the, the ad for the show before it started back, and it was it was looked like the scene that was the finale of last Sunday's bit. Or was there a clue in the show that we just didn't notice? Just send it to us because uh, we're curious. We won't send it on to anyone else. The um, the people don't want spiders. What's the clue? The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. It seems today that on TV. There are so many programs, which ones should we see? But where can we get some decent telly? Sitting well, on our backside. Hodgie has a TV guy. Yes, he does. He tells us what he's streaming, what his telly box is beaming, because the coppers told him he can't go outside. Well, thank you, it's time for Hodgie's TV guy. <laughs> What is the study to the pods? What is the study, Muppet? Bad week for people like you, Podge. Uh, they've outlawed touts. She's never been legal, you know. You're more of a cowboy hat man anyway, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. I'm more of a hat, hats and t-shirts and bits of wool, you know. Bits of wool for a culture. Anyone ever bit of wool for a culture? They love a bit of wool, a culture. Mm. I'm in trouble this week because I sent little Anthem Quigley down to get a load of Super League champions t-shirts made up for me. <laughs> and he's lucky because he came back with a load of t-shirts and you know what I said in them uh-huh. super log champions <laughs> it was a super log in the end well for that reason lads I think that this week match of the day this yeah, Saturday night yeah, is going to yeah. be an absolute must watch will. because I mean there's Jose leaving there's the Super League starting then the Super League ending Gary will have to talk about Crossy's tweet. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry Jim, very sorry for your loss there. Yeah, very, very sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, that's okay. That's okay. So one gone around the other night, Podge. Uh, European Super League is like a lads' night out planned before anyone had asked their misses. <laughs> yeah, if they planned it in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a good idea at the time. We're just going to Vegas for the weekend. Is that right? Oh well, lads, we'll all do it. It'll be great. Do we need to check. <laughs> ah, be grand, be grand. <laughs> I'm very. That's sorry. definitely a plan that came together over shots. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had those ideas. This would be brilliant. Uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a stage oh, musical. Game changer. Yeah, you're oh. right, though. I'd say the viewing figures for matches of the day will be pretty big this weekend. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I'm so sorry. I have nothing to say. Catches our Netflix around this. The Irregulars on Netflix. Have you heard about this? It's kind of a supernatural Sherlock Holmes story thing. There's only eight of them. Uh, one series but it's getting very good review Supernatural Sherlock Holmes <laughs> a bit trippy is it it's a bit weird because Dr Watson's kind of a body in it it's a new interpretation what the hell have you got us involved in there's a new world coming someone has opened a rip the barrier between our world and the next what the actual? <laughs> it's coming back. Come on, come on. It's a mad looking out, Podge. Spooky looking. Jeez. Isn't it? Yeah. It's gory. Yeah. And, yeah. What's the story with the gory, Podge? <laughs> story with your gory. <laughs> well, there's something a little less gory on Netflix as well, lads. It's a new thing come out. It's based on the books of the same name. It's called... Shadow and Bone, and it starts tonight. Oh, what's it about? A half an hour long? <laughs> a scar on the map. That tore our country in two. We need a mirror.
Killian Murphy or does it just look like him? There's a lot, of things, like him. a lot of things going bump in the night there, Podgy. There is, yeah. Yeah, it's a kind of a fantasy thing. I tell you what's good, what's happening. Hip-hop at the BBC. Before that, though. Yeah. Not half nine. Two pack of life and pictures. And then it starts to this. So this is various legendary hip-hop performances recorded at the BBC over the years. Listen to the intro of this. You be Pump up the volume. Nowadays, everybody want to talk. Wow. Here's a bit of Dre and Eminem at the BBC. Top of the pops. I will have some of that. And Is that you want to Saturday, Jim? The Fugees, their live band was unbelievable. Wait, you see them Saturday night half ten. How's Doctor Dre doing these days? He's very busy. No, he was very sick. He was very sick, Jim. He had oh, a, sorry, I was going to get an aneurysm. <laughs> oh, did he? Sorry. Sorry, that? did you forget about Dre? <laughs> hey! It's a great joke. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. That was they forgot about Dre. Can we rewind back to Friday, Channel 4, 5 past 11, Central Intelligence, The Rock and Kevin Hart. We've met 50% of this, Jim. These boys. We have. Kevin Hart is well, in your seat. Well, 25%. He's only a little fella, yeah. Yeah, The Rock is about 75. <laughs> Whoa. Back up, man. If I give you these fists. Calvin, it's me, Bob. What? I'm sorry, do I know you? Do you know Robbie Weirdick from high school? Are you kidding? What? No, the pictures you just have to be watching at the moment, lads. It's on Sky Premiere. It's streaming on Sky Seminar. Promising young woman. With Carrie Mulligan, she's all, uh, nominated for the Oscar for it. Every week, I go to a club. I act like I'm too drunk to stand. And every week, a nice guy comes over to see if I'm okay. You okay? You are so pretty. I am a nice guy. Are you? If you're a fan of uh, Killing Eve, that's what you're getting there, lads. Okay. Yeah. That looks good. She's very good in it. Thanks, Budge. There he goes. Good luck, lads. That's I, your weekend sorted. I wish life had a red button, lads. Ah, yes. So what? They'd have a new car every week. I think you've got it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Strawberry alarm clock on FM 104. FM 104's Instagram with cover in a click.ie. Low-cost car insurance for young drivers. Call us quick. It's covering a click. Ten questions. Sixty seconds. One thousand euro. FM 104's Instagram. Tara is in Santry and she's heading out for a picnic this weekend in St. Anne's Park. Hi guys, how are you? Would you not go to Santry Park? It's right beside you. Oh, it's not great now. St. Anne's a bit better. What about the big... What about the big tree that they have fallen across the field? No? Oh, it, over the... the what happened there? Yeah, actually, it's not too bad. Actually, I thought you were on about the, the one up the road in Ellenfield. That's not great. I don't know, the Century Park itself. Well, back, let's... Uh, back onto the stadium. 
let's ask us about yeah, it's not too bad, what will be in your picnic what will you bring to eat and drink um, you usually have so just a few little nibbles like um, your crackers your cheeses and a few olives maybe and then Ooh, I hate olives I hate olives fancy green olives. or black love a few olives. little gin cans maybe that, that all sounds that, that sounds very posh yeah, for St. Dan's maybe Dan's. a few very takeaway points then if you're lucky so you were classy up to that weren't you <laughs> <laughs> but you see the the uh, takeaway latte cups put a lid on one of them you wouldn't know what's in it yeah that's the key good man lovely right here we go <laughs> we have 10 questions we've been so close this week Tara there's just no jacks anywhere but apart from that it's all good I know I'm really hoping now I can be good now if I just get one wrong so I'm hopefully I can get the 10 so you, you, there was a nine on Wednesday. We've had a five. We've had an eight. We've had a seven. I know we, they're all so close, aren't they? But there's been loads of people who've been listening who've had three or four tens this this week. These oh. are these are quite doable. I mean, there's they one really that you, you'll just you'll either know you won't. But apart from that, very good, oh. very okay. doable. All right, let's go. Come on, let's go. <laughs> the game begins in three, two, one. What chocolate would you find in a ninety-nine ice cream? Um, it's like. What's the name of the golden robot in Star Wars? Oh, uh, um, not War Two G Two. He's the little fella. Which football club stadium has an area called the Cop End? Um, Man United. No, Liverpool. Sorry, Liverpool. Oh, <laughs> what is someone? What is someone doing if they're playing truant? If they're playing what? Playing truant. Oh, I don't know cards. True or false, Gigi Hadid is 30 today. Um, true. What's the name of the comedy partner of David Williams on Little Britain? Oh, um... Also oh, I can see him. Who? Oh, I can't, oh, I can't think of his Go. name. The blonde guy. Which, which Amy is older, Amy Adams or Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer. What's the name of Prince William and Kate Middleton's oldest child? George. Spell croissant. C-R-I-O-S-S-A-I-N-T. And who is Bernard Brogan's legendary older, better-looking brother? Alan Brogan. He'd love that if he's listening. Right, let's go through it. Let's see how you did. Oh, I didn't do a great job. It was a very interesting spelling of croissant because you got the letters right, but in, in a, a random order. Oh, I don't well, you know, A few extra <laughs> letters as well. C-R-O-I-S-S-A-N-T is croissant. Oh, okay. It's a bloody hard word it to say. A, it, well, it was a number nine, you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure the French don't call it croissant. They, well, they should. <laughs> C-3PO is the robot. Oh, Human okay. cyborg relations. Yeah, Liverpool is the cop end. I'll give it to you. What? Even, I have to accept your first answer. <laughs> yeah, I think well, you're fine. She said Manchester United. I know, but I need to bump up some of her score here. To the letter of the law. If, if it had been a nine, I wouldn't have given it to you, but... Somebody playing truant, that's Mitchin, that's Skyvin, that's uh, skipping school. Skipping class, yeah. Oh, I never heard that before. What did I say, cards? Yeah, cards, yeah, <laughs> cards. Truancy, yeah. Truancy, yeah. Gigi Hadid is 26 today. So Matt Lucas does wear a blonde wig, all right, in Little Britain, but uh, the man hasn't got a hair on his body by the look of him. But you did, cause you did say Matt Lucas just before we moved oh, I was on, thinking so. of him as your own Vicky Pollard yeah yeah. no no we'll, we'll accept that no problem Amy Adams is uh, older than Amy Schumer by uh, okay. five years and you got George Wright and Alan Brogan Wright so your score it's is fine. four oh my god that's dreadful isn't it 
Well, some people are saying they're very hard today. Some people say they got 10 out of 10. So, I don't know. Look, it's only, a little, it's only a silly little quiz. Don't worry about it. Martin got 10. Well done, Martin. Well done to you, Martin. Personalised emojis. If you got 10, let us know. And my favourite thing oh. is to send bunches, loads of panda emojis now. Uh, enjoy the parks. Thanks, guys. Okay. I won't have any croissants this weekend. After no. that. No. You have olives, though. It's grand. Yeah. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Giz that golf prank is what you WhatsApp to us if you want to we'll ping you back the uh, this it's uh, it's the strawberry alarm clock on F104 and this is the golf prank thanks for all the messages about it hello hello can I speak to Nessa Griffith please speaking Nessa how are you doing my name is Eddie Mullard from uh, I'm calling from Beaverstown Golf Club yeah uh, just updating our members on the uh, forthcoming changes to the rule to play the 26th of april is what we've been hearing is going to be the first time people will be able to play again you know yeah yeah i'm sure you're missing it yourself i am yeah when we do reopen i think the maximum we can do is going to be a three ball to begin with <coughs> okay and it'll be members only and it'll be fully uh, fully paid members as well so uh, anyone who isn't fully paid members won't be top of the list okay so as you're not a fully paid member at the moment, that would push you out. Well, like I paid my fees for all of last year. We hardly got to play. This is the way we've always been playing. I don't think that's very fair. So to get everybody out there... Now how much more money do I owe you? <sighs> well, I don't have that information in front well, of me. Now. Well, before you make these kind of phone calls, maybe you should have that kind of information in front of you. That is desperately unfair. I, I really... It, it's that it, We've been off golf for four months. We, 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 we haven't played golf since December. We were off for four or five months last year. Yeah. We played our full membership. So I have booked my day off for the 27th of April. I booked my day off work. Oh, the 27th of April? is you would be looking more like the 27th of October, I'd say. Sorry? I'd say it'd be closer to September, October. No, yeah. I, have, I booked my day off um, we're, and we're playing golf on the 27th. Mm, well... You so know, you're saying that the club's not open on the 27th? It'll be open to, to members who are fully paid, yeah. But uh, the ones that, like yourself who are, are paying in the dribs and drabs, that wouldn't be fully open yet. What kind of... What kind of organisation does that? You're, you're, you're a member, you've committed to being a member, you've been a member for the last 10 years, and sorry, and now it's just, you know, F you... I know it's not absolutely. Sorry, it is. Sorry, that's just exactly what it is. It's f you. You're a member for ten years, and now, excuse me, but it's just f you. I know, no, it's not yes, that at sorry, all. Sorry, it is. It is. It's. It's not. An, it you know, most certainly is. Now, now, uh, Nessa, I would, uh, I would recommend you don't get angry with me. With me, because sorry, yeah, but you, you're the one that's telling me I can't go out to play golf until maybe September or October. Could you find out how much exactly I owe? Then I will make a payment and I will be playing golf on the 27th of April. It's a flat no. What do you mean a flat no? Fully paid up members to go first. The rest after that. You know what I mean? What's so after that? It's just a difficult one to call. It's a bit of a head scratcher. Honestly, you know just giving the two f***ing fingers. Remember that club for 10 years. I'll tell you something. Could be coming yet. What I would say is, there's no need to get annoyed with me because I'm just. I'm not messenger. getting annoyed with you. I'm just that, annoyed. That might that might jeopardise the investigation into the complaints about you. What complaints about me? The way you were playing in previous to the pandemic. Sorry. That, well, there's been a number of complaints. Um, some of your friends, Barbara and Margie and Marjorie and uh, Alvi, have made complaints about you. The the attitude you had on the course. 
And Ford. there was a, did, don't you drive a, a white Ford? They said that there, there was, you parked that in, in one of the, uh, in the captain's car park space. I most certainly did not. I most certainly did not. You most certainly did. I did not. You did. I have never parked in the captain's spot. I, so, <clears throat> sometimes when I'm attending meetings, I might park in the... Captain's space. No, in the pro, in the spot beside the pro. I have never parked in the captain's spot, ever in my life. The Margie, Alvy and... Margie, yeah, they made the complaint and then there was CCTV footage of you parking in the captain's space. Well, hang on a second. I, didn't, I, I did not park in the captain's space. Okay, well, somebody else maybe uh, stole your car and parked it there. I might have put it there for two minutes while I was running into the process. Ah, you see, again. there we go. Now. I didn't, but I don't ever remember parking in the captain's spot. I did not. Just for two minutes? No, I didn't. I never parked in the captain's spot. Ever. Okay, well, I'll put that down here. Look, let me just write that down. Denies all knowledge of that. And my attitude on the golf course. So swinging your club around in the air and shouting, get up the yard at your own ball. Oh my God, we do that all the time. Shouting, that's, get up the yard. That's all banter, getting up the yard. That's all banter. No, I know, but it's shouting, get up the yard, and then chasing the ball. Like, no, and flapping, no. flapping your wings. No, sorry. I, like, if you knew me, I don't run. I don't flap my wings. I don't swing my golf club in the air. Somebody is... Somebody is telling lies. Okay, well, so one of the reports was that you were flapping your wings and saying, Baka! Baka! And running up and down the greens. Oh, dear Jesus Christ almighty. Baka! I don't even know what Baka is. That's a bird noise. Somebody is Baka! mixing me Somebody is mixing me up with somebody else because I have never done that in my life. So, what you're saying to me is somebody got your car, parked it in the captain's space and then ran around I the greens know. shouting Baka with their no, wings flapping. I don't I don't understand what this is all about. It's about bird noises when people are trying Sorry, to play a game. I don't even know what macaw, bird noise means or it's is. A, it's, a, it's a type of... Well, maybe I'm getting it wrong. It could have been quack, quack. Quack, quack. No, sorry. I'm sorry. My mother was a member of that golf club. My mother brought me up to be respectful on the golf course. Macaw! I have never, unless I'm having a bit of banter with the girls on the fairway, but I would never shout on the golf course, ever. No, it's not really shouting is the problem. It's more the bird noises and flapping no, sorry, the wings. sorry, sorry. And, and, and ducking the head up and down like a penguin. That's another one. Macaw! Oh, dear God, no. Macaw! Macaw! That, that is not me. So who made that complaint about me? Gavin, the golf pro, said that uh, it wasn't even a very good uh, bird impression. You'd know it was supposed to be a bird, but it could have been any animal. Absolutely not. You know, he's, he makes one up. Could you, could you say Baka to me and I'll, I'll be able to cross-reference <coughs> it with the CCTV footage? Baka. No, a bit louder, like a bird. Baka! I don't even know what bird if you sounded sh- Shout it and flap your wings there. I, I don't flap my wings. Excuse me, I'm a six-year-old person. I don't flap my wings. Just, just for the interest of science. No, no, no. Baka! Like that. No, just no. give us one of those. No, a bit louder. No, that's as just, loud as just I'm one going. tiny bit louder. I don't. I don't. I, I, don't. I can. I can bump you up to August if you shout Baka. No, no. At this stage, I'm probably going to leave the club, and I'm just about what, to ring my. What does your What does your son think of this? I, what does my son think of what? Of you dancing around the golf club, shouting, flapping your wings, causing a scene. I don't dance around the 
around the golf club, flapping my wings and making bird noise. What do you think, Alex? I, she does it, definitely. Definitely she does. Oh, you f***ers! <laughs> you f***ers! <laughs> 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 That's your lovely son, Alex. And who are you? This is Jim, Jim and Nobby from FM Horse Strawberry Alarm Clock. Sorry, Nessa. Sorry, Nessa. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, my God. Uh, Alex, I didn't yeah. think it would go that well. <laughs> no, you, you were brilliant. <laughs> the Bacardi. Uh, you <laughs> your wings. You, <laughs> you, you probably there sit in the kitchen going, <laughs> Alex, you're out of the will. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was sitting there on the other end of the line. That was so funny. It was not funny. <laughs> it was. You parked in the captain's spot. I certainly did not. <laughs> Maybe for two minutes, but never for a I think you almost had her convinced that she did. <laughs> They might give you a space after it. Uh, Alex, you're dead. <laughs> dead, Alex, dead. Dublin's F4. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock, and we can now beam into the home of one of the co directors of one of my favourite films of the last 12 months, Wolf Walkers. Good morning to Tom Moore. Hi there. How's it going? Uh, now, you are one of the co directors. You did it with uh, Ross Stewart. I've seen this film, I've seen it three times. Uh, <laughs> wow. Thank you. My, my daughter thinks she's a Wolf Walker. When we go through yes. the woods, she bounces over logs. She thinks she's the... Is it Mae Vogue, the wild one? <laughs> Mae Vogue, yeah. yeah. I know I have a little uh, granddaughter. She's three and she also thinks she's a wolf walker, which means she doesn't have to put on her shoes as well. Which means that's a, that you've nailed it. If kids <laughs> if kids are thinking they're in the film, that's that's what you want, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, it's amazing. And that's probably the biggest reward, seeing little ones take it on and enjoy it and at different levels. I like big ones taking it on and enjoying it too, don't get me wrong. But uh, anybody who's enjoying it and, uh, and uh, thinking they're a wolf walker, and feeling a little bit of that spirit is, is kind of what the aim is I suppose yeah and like for the for the parents not every film that your your kids want to watch multiple times you'd want to but this one I watched oh, yeah. you know I really liked it well done like it's, it's fantastic the aim is always to make something sophisticated enough for parents but well sophisticated enough for children yeah and uh, simple enough for parents to understand I should say and Roald Dahl said that it was harder to write children's books because children will read something multiple times where an adult will just read it once and then throw it away. So Yeah, I saw that interview with him yeah. actually and it really resonated for sure. It's the same with kids' movies, isn't it? So you must have to really iron out any kind of thing that you're not happy with <laughs> just to make sure... Well, they also surprise you. Like we we test them out in very rough form, like when they're just storyboards and stuff. With um, my wife's a teacher in the in the girls' school here, girls' school Austria, yeah. And we often show it to her class um, at the very early days, you know. And uh, you get the feedback from them. That's probably the most important feedback because whatever is important to them is what you need to focus on, not what you know some know-it-all filmmaker might tell you. Right, and so that's the, that's your first test audience. So if she comes back and says, you yeah, know, that's not really working, do you change it? 
based on that yeah wow. yeah what we do is we usually give them questionnaires and stuff like worksheets and uh, we see what they say and you know if the majority of them are saying something and we take it very seriously if one or two kids is just a bit rogue yeah. we kind of put it down to the eccentricity of childhood or whatever yeah, yeah. but um uh, yeah no it definitely i mean in an early draft it wasn't really clear that robin was from england and the kids were confused and didn't really understand and we had to make that much more clear for example so things like that you would be surprised we think oh yeah the accent and whatever passing knowledge of history we'd have you just know it for you take it for granted Sean Bean is your dad she must be from Sheffield but for the kids that wasn't so clear so we had to add a few lines and stuff to make sure that was clear for example and when you're putting it together did you hear Sean Bean's voice in your head or you know or Tommy Tiernan's or whoever whoever it is do you have cast members in mind or do you cast it after uh, I mean, Sean was in mind right from when we were designing the character, so yeah. we were really lucky he said yeah, because we were a bit afraid if we uh, couldn't get him, we wouldn't really believe in the character if it was anybody else, so yeah. we were lucky Sean did it. But then some of the other parts, yeah, like Tommy's part and stuff, you sort of have a little think who it could be, and sometimes it's a bit outside the box, you know? Um, you're kind of going, oh, who could it be? And then someone suggested Tommy because he was on Derry Girls, and uh, we all, of course, we loved his comedy and everything, so yeah. it just made sense, but it wasn't in mind when we were drawing him. I think Tommy will be uh, glad to hear that his character isn't particularly based on him yeah and like is he is he pitched up slightly or something because I, I was I, at first time I was like oh, no, is that Tommy Tiernan pure Tiernan is that Tier pure Tiernan <laughs> wow brilliant it's really good um, now I have yeah. to ask you the questions because most people listening to this will never be in your position you've you've been nominated for Academy Awards before so this is your what, is this your third time round for me yeah wow third nomination yeah wow so just to be nominated for an Oscar is a massive deal and uh, unfortunately you can't go and have the night out so oh yeah what is the story did you get have you got guidelines from the academy of what you should wear this is a bit nicer in a weird way now for Ross who directed with film with me (coughs) I feel sorry he's not getting the LA experience but my wife and I were saying we've been a couple of times already so we're quite excited about the way they're doing it this year. It's very different. The Oscars are coming to Kilkenny. We're going to have the castle in a backdrop. Oh, wow. And they're sending a kind of outside broadcasting unit and all sorts of security and millions of tests for COVID and everything. But they're they're sort of doing it. For whatever number of seconds we'll be on screen, they're really making a big deal out of it. So it's kind of amazing, yeah. And they, they tell you to dress up for the occasion, don't they? Well, the way they said it is a formal wear that celebrates film or something like that. So I think they leave it open for people who want to go a bit mad. But I'll stick to the old tux. I got a nice Louis Copeland tux that was a few inches uh, wider around the waist than the one I wore last <laughs> time after COVID, you know. But uh, otherwise, I'll just uh, keep it simple. So will there be like tracksuit bottoms on underneath or do you reckon? <laughs> I don't know. I got away with that a few times. I think this time I might have to show up in the, the, the full outfit, you know. The category you're in is incredibly, it's just the, the, the quality is unbelievable. Uh, just to be in the same category with these people is just yeah. is immense. Oh, yeah. And I mean, we're coming from such a different place. I mean, we were lucky that Apple took us on for distribution and they've done a fantastic job with the marketing, um, especially in L.A. Like we're with Wildcard here in, in Ireland and the U.K. And uh, they're kind of old friends at this stage. But um, otherwise, yeah, it's like a fairly small budget compared to the Hollywood films and uh, in every way a little bit of an outsider. So it's kind of amazing that we're being considered a contender you know side by side with the rest of them but you know on the night anything can happen so if if you do and I hope you do if you do win have you got a speech prepared do you have a few names scribbled on the thing inside your tux what who will do the talk and have you worked any of that out 
I've never written a speech yet, okay. so I won't start now. No. I don't want to jinx it. We'll see. If, if it happens, it'll be very authentic uh, shock that you will see. <laughs> and if you talk too long, they just fade you out now. They don't even have to play the music. They don't have to do it. <laughs> they leave you talking and move on to the next bit and you'll still be standing in front of Kilkenny Castle chatting away to yourself. Well, look, best of luck. Big, big luck. You know the whole country's behind you, You know, as we are with any Irish nominations. If you if you yeah, bring this one home, it'd be absolutely incredible. Look, do our best. We hope it happens for you. If you haven't seen Wolf Walkers yet, make sure you do. It's on Apple, and it really is. It's it's a magic film. So fair play to you, Ramila. Tom Moore, great to talk to you. Hopefully, next time we speak to you, you'll have a little shiny person in your house. I only wish. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Tom. See you. That's great. Thanks a million. Come here, I've got a couple of things that you need to know about. First of all, the uh, Yorkie is going to have a Yorkie orange that's coming out soon, if oh, you're a okay. Yorkie fan. Yeah, yeah, chunky orange, yeah, why not? Everything's going uh, trying an orange one. There's a dairy milk orange. Now uh, there's, a, there's a Kit Kat orange. Well, there's cherries. There's, well, that's the original, isn't it? That is the original, yeah. So yeah, Yorkie's been a consumer favourite for 45 years, and we're very excited to introduce a brand new twist in the chocolate classic. I should bring that out in July up the north. <laughs> orange Yorkie. Orange <laughs> some bowler hats. Now, do you remember the film, the le- so the Disney movie, uh, Enchanted, right? Yeah, uh, princess. Yeah, so green dress. Amy Adams was in it. She played the main character, Giselle. Do you remember that? Yeah, vaguely. Well, Disney are have they've announced they're going to make a new one called Disenchanted. It's an upcoming American fantasy musical film. It's the sequel to Enchanted, called Disenchanted. Mm. Uh, princess Giselle is banished from her kingdom by her lover's evil stepmom. She's then transported to the real world where she meets a lawyer and finds herself falling for him. The rumoured cast that's going to be in this Patrick Dempsey. Hello, ladies. James Marsden and Indina Menzel. Oh, she has, she's had form. So, but the thing is, they're filming it here. In Ireland? In Ireland. So, Clockwork Tower Productions, they're seeking roles. Now, you could be in this. In the motion picture project titled in Disenchanted, a new feature-length motion picture project to be distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures, filming in Dublin between May and August of this year. Um, That's like next week. Clockwork Tower is committed to a diverse, inclusive casting, and they're looking for performers, regardless of your age, sex, ethnicity, disability, race, colour. Where origin, do we go? Where, where do we sign Sexual up? orientation, gender identity, whatever. Whoever you are, movieextras.ie is where you go. And you never know, This me saying this now... Could be career change. Could get you into a Disney film, right? Yeah. MovieExtras.ie, they're looking for people there. Um, and, you could, and you could be deadly and, the, and might open more work. You never know. You might be an extra, you might be in it. Who knows? So If you're an out-of-work actor, especially at the moment, MovieExtras.ie, give it a... I say the catering on a Disney film would be unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, you mightn't get the same trailers in Dina Menzel now, but no, but still the catering would be great, and like you'd be put up. Might get an old sausage roll. You'd be looked after, like they're not gonna potato sandwich. Yeah, so look, it could change your life. A Disney film is coming to Ireland. Mm. I don't know if Amy Adams is going to be back in it, but uh, all the others are definitely rumored to be back in. So if you loved Enchanted, if you like Disenchanted, you could be in it. Well, I wonder where they're filming it. And it could be like, regardless of age, so it could be kids, it could be old people, your granny could be in it if she's got the double jabs. Oh, she's double jabs and she's bored because she can't meet anyone else. There you go. <laughs> where are we going? Come on. Off to meet Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so yeah, you can send your uh, your details to them. Class, very good. Very helpful to know. Imagine. 
should send you in, Nobby. For what? Who'd want me as an actor? Well, they, you know, they might be looking for somebody like who looks like you. It's all uh, set in the real world. It's like, you know. Yeah. They might have you walking around in the background. I look like Jiminy Cricket. You don't look like Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy <laughs> Cricket is about one foot tall and had a okay, massive head. I'm a bit taller, but like, I don't think they're going to want me. Of all the people they could have from the whole Why country. not? You don't know what they're looking for. Why not? They're and also why? They're seeking all comers. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.